0: Okay, since everyone's a deep conversation about obviously what i just see, what's happening and all the ingredients. So it's great to have you come up front to experience what the dish is about and what the ingredients are about. So thank you for your questions as well. Really appreciate that. We're just going to go into a little bit of uh, science for the moment. Uh, so Anwar's going to take you through... Uh, the methods of what you may be using now and why it is about time that you change those it, methods and the reasons why as well. So
1: if I can hand over to you. Yeah. Can they hear me? Hello? Hello? Okay. Right. Um one of the reasons one of the reasons that it is important to have a good equipped kitchen is it, it it does two things. It gives you efficiency and it gives you consistency. These are the two things that you require in a restaurant so that business stays where it is and moves up higher. But we've we've realized that um, we're having problems with finding uh, specialized staff. Now, these machines can help. Um, Nearly 99% of the Indian restaurants do not have a fully equipped, proper modern kitchen. Yes, it's very expensive, but if you look at If I show you why it's important uh, and it it will pay for itself, then you realize, you know what, maybe a 10,000 pound machine, a 15,000 pound machine is worth me spending money on. Now, I've been working in the uh, uh, restaurant since part-time from 1989 and full-time from 1990 and worked in old methods because I've worked with chefs that were uh, from the 60s and the 70s. And I wanted to understand why they did what they did. It was amazing what they did. But can it be bought in and made more efficient with the modern technology? Then I started looking at different uh, types of um, machinery that um, the Europeans use so that they could have more and, in a, in, and, and more consistent and more efficient in, in the kitchen. So I heard about the rationale machine. Um, and I thought, you know what, I need to find out what it is because if it's not in front of me just reading about, um, about it won't be enough for me to start looking in how I can apply what I've learned from the chefs of the 60s and 70s and how I can bring it to the modern day and where it's going to be in 10 years time. So I went around applying for jobs uh, in, in different places where it's very likely that they will have a rationale machine and I did. And when I, when I started working with it, I realized, you know what, the whole 80 to 90 years of Indian restaurant trade can be moved in to three machines, all the recipes from that, um, you know, 80, 90 years. But then I thought, you know what, if I'm going to be explaining it to someone, I need to understand that machine myself, which I did. Now, if, if we do a, a high volume restaurant, Um, uh, as an example then what what I can show you is that how the machine itself will pay pay for it now um, the best um, example can be a a tandoori oven and uh, why I found when I was working as a tandoori chef in a big place where we needed to do for chicken tikka for the curries we needed to do about 30 kilos of chicken tikka now 30 kilos of chicken tikka is good enough for about four hours tandoori chef constantly put in um uh his uh, skewers in there and what that does because it's opening it up and closing it taking out the skewers the temperatures rising and dropping rising and dropping in there it's uh, normal therm- uh, thermodynamics at work now i need I needed to know if i had two skewers of chicken tikka in there what was happening because when the tandoor chef took it out or i took it out i'm I'm taking it out to make it cook faster. So I'm putting slices with the knife. And I'm sure you've seen your chefs do it when he starts carving it. So it opens up, cooks faster. But then you'll find that um, certain parts of it has cooked and certain parts of it hasn't. So that's, and I, and, and I wanted to understand why that was happening. So if, uh, I looked into the shape of the tandoori and how thermodynamics is applied. And I will give you a quick example is if you look at a shape of a tandoori, it's a dome. So you've got the flame here and you've got the skewers going in there. Now, that naked flame has a lot of heat and when the, when, when the dome becomes bigger here, it's more spacious, there's the temperature drops around there. Around that section, the temperature drops. As the heat is trying to, because its, it's, uh, it's heat is li- it's li- uh, light, it needs to leave from the dome. So. This part is small and what that happens is all that hot air that is concentrated it becomes hotter there and you've got hotter there but you've got less temperature here. So when you have a, a, a chicken a, a skewer full of chicken tikka all, all here you've got you've got pretty much three temperatures the chicken is being cooked on. So you'll have this being done early early this part is burnt because it's right next to the uh uh, uh uh right next to the um flame and you've got that bit which requires extra time so as you take this out you'll find that one is become dried one part of the uh, uh, skewer has become dried one part of it's burnt the tandoor chef has to go through carving it yeah and a lot of chicken if you look at 30 kilos of chicken that wastage is about that much. I see it on Tandru Chefs and I always thought, you know what, this is wrong. There must be a much more efficient way to cook this. Then I realized, you know what, the rationale oven will cook perfect chicken tikka and depending on how, what your size of chicken tikka is, perfectly every single time and you won't get wastage. On a Saturday night, um, uh, from the loss of what the chicken tikka had to be cut, the burnt bits that had to be cut, you'll find that it's paid for that machine for that day. And the, uh, we know that as chefs, we pick out the chicken to cook in a masala, and we've realized, you know what? This is too tough. This one's burnt and it's been carved. It's, a diff- it's become a different shape. You actually end up losing good 10% of your chicken. And the other thing is that it's, it's been cooked in two different te- temperatures yes it's an uh, you know the tandoor is an amazing engineering from being in a hole in the ground to one of these machines where you can uh, the chef can program it from being on the other side of the planet on it's linked to the internet and everything else yeah so that's just one from that that machine will cook your rice will cook your meat will cook your vegetable you'll save say on a um, say i know some of you guys have busy restaurants if you, if you had a um, uh, Friday night with a uh, hundred covers booked, um, that is a lot of prep work because you're most probably likely to have another 60, 50 to 60 takeaways going. That's how it normally works. Now that's a lot of stuff and that's a lot of prep work. And if you have, we, we know that uh, we're all suffering from not having enough workers. There's not in, enough good workers in the pool. These machines can save nearly on a on a Saturday prep work at least two hours of prep work these machines plus if I said if I gave you another example which was um, the old school Bombay aloo um, say the chefs from 80s one of the reasons they used to cook it with a lot of oil is that the oil holds the heat and evenly it cooks the potato evenly you might know in this shot yourself that's why you'll find but that oil gets thrown away right because we need to drain the oil out that is wasted, wasted simply for the reason being that we needed even cooking in the pot on top of the cooker for 20 minutes and then in the oven for another 25 minutes yeah and then we have to rest it for um at least half a day or else it'll start breaking before we turn it over but in there the whole thing will cook in 30 minutes and the trays are there so efficient that you can take the trays out and put it in your um, prep shelf straight away so you don't need the other person saying you know what take it out in another tray get half of it you can have different size um trays to for your need for that day um you require less work it's actually a machine that will save you a lot a lot of money in many different ways so if if you if i cooked a bamba for a a friday night busy time that machine how, how much does it take tom about half an hour and then another 12 minutes to brown off at the top you're talking the oil usage for say um 10 kilos of potato is what less than one cup oil so you save on and end of the week you'll find that you've saved yourself 20 liters of oil due to using that machine and the other thing is Let's say, um, for example, if we cook rice. Now we know that first what we have to do if we cook boiled rice, is we put it, a pan on the stove. The water needs to boil, which takes about 25 minutes. Yeah, And then you put the rice in, which takes another 15 minutes for it to boil. Then what we do is we strain it in a colander, which we need to sit it for another 10 minutes so the water drains. But the colander ends up you'll end up losing a lot of rice at the bottom goes into the sink doesn't it Yeah. then we have to take it out to another uh, uh, another uh, the same pot and then we have to heat up the uh, oven and put it in the oven and then we have to cook it for another 25 minutes right yeah so in this machine if you get the measurements right it will cook the rice in 25 minutes perfect it will There is no wastage at all. This is an amazing machine. It took me a while to find a place, a restaurant, which had a rationale, so I can learn and and write down the data of nearly every single recipe that's been around in the last 80, 90 years. I can make it, I have made it efficient that that machine works. Um, If I gave you another example of another machine, which is so important in in the kitchen, is a fryer, electric fryer, or a gas one with a thermostat. Now, we know that when we cook onion bhajis, uh, yeah, well, you all know onion bhajis, yeah? yeah. That nearly each. Uh, no, does anybody know what an average weight of an onion bhaji is? No, it's it. If if it's a normal one that you give three in a portion, it's, it ranges from seventy to eighty grams each. It's that that that, it, uh, and it it cooks to perfectly cook an onion bhaji is at temperature 175 for six minutes exactly. Your onion bhajis will be perfect. So what do we uh, know about where the onion badge, how the onion were cooked before and what the problems were? Well, they had a big ride, didn't they? They will put oil in it and it reached hot, judging the heat, not knowing if it's ready or not ready, they will throw in a few onions to check. Sometimes you start talking, it's become too hot then you put in more oil in to, to cool it down or you yeah. just wait to cool it down um, the first five six seven eight onion badges you guys will know are undercooked or becomes overcooked outside because the oil is too hot or if the oil is not hot enough the if it's cold oil you put it in there it sinks to the bottom all the oil seep, seeps in you've lost your first batch of onion badges is that is that fair yeah, so if you get a, fr- a good equipped kitchen with a good fr- a fryer that is matched to a certain temperature, your onion, you will not lose a single onion bhaji, it will be perfect every single time. There's no loss in it. I could tell you the times exactly, I can even tell you how long the onion bhaji should be counted. All is weighed, everything is weighed, so it'll be consistent because what- this is what we need in a restaurant is consistency. If you know a cook, it's, that's who makes it. If he's not good enough and he's always judging, you know that you've got your uh, recipe down, the temperature's down, he can't go wrong because the machine will, will, will end up helping him. So if you add it all up on a good, say a good prep kitchen costs you 25 grand, you'll find end of the year, that kitchen would have paid, you, paid itself because it would have reduced one person for the whole year because it 's so efficient you don 't make any loss, your food doesn 't become uh, overcooked or undercooked it's it 's an amazing amazing machine to have so yeah and um, yeah so now we 're going to do is um, we 're going to do another dish which is a a fish dish well one of the reasons i 'm cooking this one is going back looking into where recipes have evolved you uh, there's one uh, Am I talking too much? Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, talking. yeah. I'm talking. Let's see if anybody had any questions
0: up to that point. There's a lot of scientific information that in being you. Your heads might be hurting a little bit, but it's fine. It's all new knowledge. <laughs> t- this is uh, Anwar's forte. This is what he's about the science the cooking in the 21st century. Um, so phenomenal information that he's obviously shared with myself and Tom throughout the time. This is stuff that we hear information. I saw South nodding away when uh Anwar was talking about the temperatures in the tandoori. It's a common problem blowing away on anybody so just observing the crowd people are very, 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 it's it's it's, it's it's important as chefs
1: care. as chefs we really need to it's um, our jobs is to make the food absolutely fantastic every single single time. Every single time. And we need to I think um grasp that there are tech out there that we could utilize will not cost us more because if you spend the uh, money of, over the time, you'll find that you've saved more and your kitchen and your customers uh, not getting undercooked food or overcooked food because that's one of the reasons that you lose customers is that your, your dishes are not consistent and these machines will help us get consistency.